Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on a Wednesday night here. Still fighting jet lag, something crazy. The fact that I'm not asleep right now uh, is nothing short of a miracle. Or the fact that I'm probably going to wake up at 2 a.m. and be wide awake and uh, try to figure out what I'm supposed to do uh, with my time. But uh, I digress. That's my own personal struggle here. Nothing to do or no value for you guys with that. But uh, I have a podcast here that I've wanted to do for a while. Um, something that is uh, important to me, and I think people who are similar to me can probably relate to this. Uh, nothing but other than like a, you know, kind of a, a PSA message uh, to people out there if you have friends or family members like this, or it's something that you um, have naturally inside of you. Um, it's about being an introvert um, and how that it is, uh, I've looked at it as my greatest gift uh, in life. And I don't think that has always been the case, or at least that's kind of how it was you know, taught to me or brought up to me. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about people who are, you know, naturally introverted or quieter or reserved. Um, And so I'm going to break this down real simplistic, real stupid, and I'm going to keep it 100% for you guys like everything else. And hopefully you dig it. It'll give you a little more insight about me, um, how I roll with it and what I do. And hopefully you guys, uh, if you, if it's not you specifically, like you're the, the extrovert type human, that's cool. But I can promise you, you have some friends or family members, maybe a husband, spouse, brother, sister, mom, and dad who are uh, more like me naturally. If nothing else, will give you guys a better way to communicate with them, talk to them, and just uh, and just ride with them with everything that they do. So obviously, newsflash for those of you who who don't know me super well or have not met me like in person or even you know digitally for that matter. Uh, I'm an introvert, 100 uh, percent through and through. Uh, I'm the guy that could go, you know, days without uttering a single word to another human being um, or being around people at all, and it wouldn't bother me in the slightest. In fact, um, I actually find it rather relaxing and enjoyable to be alone, you know, most of my free time. Uh, Obviously, funny enough that for my career is driven by me being around people, talking to them, coaching to them, interacting with them, uh, whether it be in person, one-on-one, small groups, big groups, via video, online, uh, texting, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, YouTube videos, live camera, recorded camera stuff, uh, basically 24-7, 365. Uh, You know, these huge corporations and companies pay me, um, you know, a pretty handsome amount of money to show up and speak to them in large groups, also coach them through physical activity, uh, do presentations, workshops, hands-on, you name it. Um, so again, for that reason alone, I think that's why I gravitate towards obviously being alone and, and kind of drawing back from a lot of stuff because my life is very social. Um, oddly enough, as being a natural introvert, 99% of my life is being in front of the camera, in front of people, and interacting with them. And I have fun doing it, but there's a time when I have to kind of pull back and, and decompress because it is, uh, I think it's more draining for me than for other people. It just kind of happened to be luck of the draw that. Um, I was born into this life with a, a certain skill set that required me to be, you know, or at least I structured it early on to be the face of something which grew into what it is now. And so the reason I bring it up is for, you know, uh, many years of my life, you guys, early on, especially, I was told, you know, to just to kind of fit in um, and to quote unquote, you know, be like the other kids. But there was always a major problem and actually didn't fit in um, because deep down I wasn't like a lot of the other kids. I always felt, um, always felt it. And I always kind of knew it's just how I thought about life and, and I guess the rules and things, uh, you know, like what I should do versus what I felt natural was to do for me. Um, and still to this day, there's, there's teachers. I, I probably, I mean, I, I feel bad for them. Um, I, I'm trying to remember her name. I think her name was like Miss Wade. Uh, I was like my geometry teacher, probably like sixth grade, seventh grade, something like that. And I remember just like sitting there, um, 
saying, you know, oh, Jeremy, you have to learn geometry. And I just always thought it was the biggest, you know, crock of shit in the world that I had to learn this. And I'm like, what am I ever going to use it for? Like the last time I checked, like learning, you know, how to identify fucking parallelograms didn't happen, happen you know, help me during tax season, if you will. Uh, I still stick by that. I don't think geometry has a place for me in my career and stuff. Someone might, you know, mess with me and debate with me. That's fine. But I'm not an engineer. I don't design stuff. Um, I teach super, you know, fancy adult PE and basically life coach people. So to me, I had a hard time, you know, identifying a lot of things that other kids just kind of roll with. Now, I'll give you a quick scenario. If you guys have ever been like with a group of people, uh, maybe even your friends, uh, and they mentioned like going to like a large, you know, group gathering, maybe it'd be a social event, sporting event or a party uh, at like a packed club and everybody in sync is like, oh, that man sounds awesome, super cool. Well, that sounds less than ideal to me. In fact, it sounds rather horrible in, in our reality. See, most of the time. I don't enjoy bigger crowds and the super loud events and parties. But again, go figure. I talk, coach, and speak in front of large groups all day um, and, and do probably over a 1,000 videos per year. So yeah, I'm an introvert by nature, and I don't generally enjoy a lot of the bigger group social things that a lot of other people do. Um, and for some reason, you know, the word introvert carries this negative connotation for many people, especially in America, even more so uh, when we're really, really young kids. Because we live in a nation, you guys, that truly values, at least face values, you know, extrovert qualities. So if you, you know, you love big crowds and you're more outgoing and you fire up conversations with anybody, you're looked at as more fun and more friendly and just more likable um, than say an introvert like myself. And it's true. If you just think about it for a second, you're people who, you know, like, oh, they're so great at this and this and this in places like obviously school and the society. And even many parents make people who are introverts feel like there's almost something wrong with them. They try to, you know, change us and say things like, you know, just fit in or I can't believe you don't want to do that or why are you so quiet or why don't you like people? And I've heard all these things for years and years and years. The problem is you can only fake it uh, for so long as an introvert. I call it, uh, you know, the Dexter mask, if you will, if you guys are familiar with the TV show uh, Dexter, like Dexter Morgan. Side note, remember like when Dexter first came out? my mom had sent it to me, and I'm old, you guys, so this is before digital stuff, sent me the, the DVD box set uh, when it first dropped and said, hey, you know, this this guy reminds me of you. And I open up the package and I watch the first disc and I'm like, this guy is a, a secret serial killer. Thanks, mom. Uh, appreciate it. That's a true story. You can message her and, and she'll uh, ask. I don't, I don't know if I should be afraid or scared or feel weird that my mom sent me a DVD box series of a guy who is a secret serial killer and said he reminds me a lot of you. I think she's referring to more the introvert side of it and how you can kind of, you know, fake it through certain things that aren't naturally um, who you are and in your skill set. So that's what I call wearing the Dexter mask, you guys. It's basically putting this thing on in various social settings and events to appear, you know, normal to, you know, older people and, and parents and, and other peers who maybe don't know you. So you just kind of fit in. So just for the sake of so people don't bother you and ask you the questions of why you don't like this or why you're so quiet and this and that. But again, natural introverted people can only fake it for so long. And what happens when you guys do this? And this is for you out there who are you know, faking your life on Instagram or faking it on Facebook or faking it at work and faking it in public. And I understand there's a certain amount of, uh, you know, political corporate bullshit a lot of you guys have to do at your jobs and stuff and you have to kind of be this other person at times. But if you do that for so long, ultimately you lose a piece of who you truly are along the way. And I would urge you guys not to do that or at least be able to 
you know, turn it on and off in, in, a, in a scenario where you can still hold on to who you truly are. Because trust me, for many years, you guys, I did things that I didn't like to do or didn't want to do, like going to parties and loud bars and events when I'd rather been at home, you know, reading and writing and creating something or maybe playing sports or working out or doing different stuff um, just for the fact of, you know, to fit in because people will think like you're weird or you're strange or something. Um, and you're not. You're just into different things. And I think yeah, even my wife for a long time struggled with it with me because I'm not, you know, like other people. And I'm not trying to be different and I'm not trying to be that. I just, I like different stuff. Um, you don't meet a lot of people who just like love to write or like love to draw or love to read or love to create different things. And that's kind of like who I am and what I like to do. And I like to do things in solitude. Um, I don't get bored by myself. And a matter of fact, like if my brain ever was quote unquote to get bored, I find out when I have some dead time or some dead space and just like silence. So a lot of times when I'm when I drive in my car by myself, there's no music on, there's no, there's no anything. I find I'm my most creative there because my mind can just kind of wander and think of these uh, different things and ideas and the way I think about the world and go about it. And so for me, that's my time to re-energize and recharge. I don't get that from like loud crowds and stimulus. In fact, I get the opposite from it. And if you really want to break it down, the research that I've looked through has found that, you know, it listed probably like one in every three people are introverts. So that means like one third of the population is introverted, which is crazy right? Probably a lot higher than you guys would have guessed and probably the opposite of what you guys would think. And the reason is because most of those people who are introverted learn early on, um, and not me, I didn't, I didn't fake it for a long time and I'm awful. That's probably like people and teachers and stuff thought there was something wrong with me. Like I was depressed or sad or just really fucking weird. Uh, but most of us learn at least early on or at some point to fake it. We learn to fake being extroverts to avoid like the harassment and criticism and to quote unquote, just kind of fit in. Uh, and some of the, you know, the, the falsehoods, I guess, about being introverted is that people think that uh, introverted people, you know, that we hate social situations and we don't enjoy them and that, you know, we just we dislike people in all events. And that's just not true. We just truly as introverted people need more time to chill and recharge between events due to, you know, overstimulus and different things. And as an introverted, we are more energized by spending time alone. Um, or in small intimate groups with people who we truly trust and enjoy, um, where extroverted people, they kind of thrive on the louder, you know, more exciting social events and they get hyped up and amped up. These types of louder kind of higher stimulus events tend, you know, for me personally, they kind of shrink me down. Um, I become even more quiet and more withdrawn. And now I can really, you know, have to put the Dexter mask on and fake it, but I can only fake it for a few hours because it's just this this physically draining thing for me to do. That's why in my life, that's why I pour my life into my craft, my work, and my people, and I give them everything. And oftentimes when I come home, I get into this kind of like, I call it mutant mode, where I just kind of go, you know, quiet and go solo. And I need, that's my time to kind of recharge so I can get back up the next day and just crush it for you guys. So it's kind of like a, a gift, uh, you know, and a curse, if you will. And also, on a side note, being, you know, always, you know, associated with being an introvert, um, people think you're oftentimes, they associate with someone who is, you know, meek or timid or quiet or always wants to be alone. And again, it's not true. Uh, a lot of introverts, including myself, um, we have some of the, the deepest, most realist, meaningful relationships um, on earth. You'd be hard pressed, you guys, honestly, to find a person who has more legit lifelong friendships than I have from you know, dudes I grew up with my whole life, to my best friends, to my wife, to a lot of the clients, you know, at, at Jeremy Scott Fitness. Um, it's because 
it's an internal enthusiasm, you know, when I share it. I'm not a cheerleader, rah-rah kind of person, and I'm not, there's nothing against those people, but sometimes when you're always, you know, rah-rah, cheer everything, everything is this, it almost perceived as like some fake shit. It's where the person who doesn't show it as much, it's that internal enthusiasm, that real enthusiasm that really hits home for people. And for this reason, I truly love, you know, real conversations that are stimulating, that dig into real shit about people and about their life. And I truly enjoy learning about, you know, people I care about, uh, the real stuff. It's why our people at Jeremy's Got Fitness, I tend to learn and know everything about their lives because I truly do. I'm invested in them. It's just as much they're invested into us because I care about their success and their results and their happiness and their struggles and what they're going through. And on the same hand as I say that, I do not enjoy small talk. And I mean the worthless kind, the conversations about nothing, like about the weather and shit that just fill dead time. I find that they're worthless. It's like when you're sitting in an elevator with somebody and they feel a need to like kind of bullshit and talk to you. Or when you get in an airplane and you're sitting there for the first, you know, 30 seconds or two minutes and, and people feel like they need to explain these little worthless conversations to you because they feel uncomfortable when it's quiet. I actually don't. I don't feel a need to have a fake conversation with people. I would rather have it. I would rather have one or two you know, I'll put it this way. An example, if I go to like an event, I would rather talk to one or two legit people about something real that matters to them and learn something valuable than have 30 worthless little conversations about everybody else just to say hi and quote unquote be polite. Um, that's just naturally how I like it. And I find it naturally to be fake and, you know, disingenuous uh, when I do the small talk bullshit stuff. Again, that's just my two cents, you guys. Uh, so for most of my life, I had to overcome, you know, if you will, who I naturally was. And, and I tried. Uh, and it's hard uh, when it's not natural. And when you're a dude like me, uh, who naturally doesn't give a shit about what people think of you, it's really a, a tough thing to kind of overcome and do. And I, this is just my side note, you guys, because of the way I, I probably look, um, my build, my body, my physical stature and size, people assume that because I'm not, you know, overly talkative and overly outgoing and I don't want to go in and dominate the room and take it over that I'm an asshole and that I don't like them because I don't engage I don't speak much and it's just it's not true and it's 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 a wrong assumption to make and for that reason I learned early on as a kid um to never judge people um I was judged you know my whole life and I still do for this day because of the way I look and and maybe sometimes um I don't come out and, and go gangbusters and be overly you know super energetic and super talkative and super crazy. Um, but I just don't want to, I don't want to dominate a room. I guess when I say it, like, I don't want to always have to be Jeremy Scott fitness every single where I go. Sometimes I'm okay with just hanging out and being part of the group. And I understood early on, you know, it, it, we never really know, you know, what people go through and, and what they're really like and how they see things and who they really are. So it's like, I choose, you know, not to judge people if they're quiet or they're overly talkative or they're overly energetic. I just, I take people at face value and appreciate everybody for, for who they are and everybody is different. And so I guess the, the point of the podcast is to talk about how I've turned my perceived, you know, quote unquote, introvertedness or weakness or like a defect as people will, you know, call it, uh, into a legitimate strength. Um, what I did grasp is early on, I understood communication was a skill I needed to be successful at. Um, but I didn't enjoy doing it in the, the school way or the way that it was laid out for you um, or the way that, you know, in corporate America, we have to communicate and do certain things. So I just one day just said, fuck it. Um, I worked on the essential things I needed to, to be competent in communicating, but uh, to master my quote unquote Dexter mask, I guess you could say for the small things, 
And for the rest of it, um, I just punted it, you guys. Uh, I stopped trying to be good at all the stuff I was naturally bad at or I didn't like, and I decided to go all in on my strength. And so for me in my life and my career to do this, I designed a life and a system that lets me be me. And it lets me be as social as I choose to be on my own terms in a way that lets me show the world who I am and doesn't drain me. And on a side note, thank God for the internet um, and video because it is a lifesaver and a game changer uh, because it allows me to turn it on and off when I want to. It allows me to kind of ramp up and become energized. It's the same thing for like, and I always use BJ Gadur as the example because BJ is very similar to myself. Um, He's even more so, he's very charismatic. He's amazing on camera. He has a great skill set, but I also know he has to pull away sometimes and kind of shut it down in order to do that. And I don't think most of you guys would probably know that without not knowing him behind the scenes, but that's kind of how a lot of people are, uh, believe it or not. So now, you know, the benefit of being an introvert is for me personally, uh, why I call it my greatest strength is I've mastered a skill that very few people are good at. And I'm going to drop it on you in a second. Be ready for it. I've mastered the skill of listening. I know that sounds crazy, but most people are terrible listeners. When I say listening, you guys, I mean I truly hear people. I truly listen to their stories and hear what they're saying. In the most important cases, when I say listening to them and hearing them, I'm literally hearing what they're saying, not just waiting for my turn to talk. It became natural to me because, well, I guess I'd much rather listen than just keep running my mouth. And the old saying goes, you know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. It's funny, uh, but it's also true. And this is the way I process information, I think, a lot faster than most people. Um, It's much clearer than most people. And I can relay and give advice from that standpoint. And that's become one of my greatest strengths in every interpersonal relationship from my wife, my friends, my family, but also as a coach uh, of other people. Uh, one of the most basic things we do as people um, is introductions. I remember people's names when I meet them. Again, since I'm not so concerned about what I have to say and what's coming out of my mouth, I'm actually listening to them and hearing every single detail of them talking uh, before I do. Uh, and I joke with my wife, she, she has a great you know skill set of communicating, much different than mine is. Um, she's very personable. She can walk into a room, you know, she's a beautiful woman, she can kind of take it over and do her thing. And she is much better at certain things than I am. But one of the things I noticed is like, we go somewhere like the dog park, for example, and we meet a couple, I will remember the couple's name and the dog's name. My wife probably just remembers the dog's names and forgets the couple's names just for the fact of sometimes she's concerned about what she's going to say first, not just hearing them. And again, that's not an act against her or anybody else, but a lot of people do that. But the reason I'm better at it is because I've created this pattern over the course of a lifetime of I'm actually going to listen and hear what people say, process it, slow it down, and then I'll give my two cents. I also believe being introverted gives me this sense of creativity, Um, my passion to read and to write and create things in solitude. um, I tend to think best alone. I've also found out early on that I don't think about life and the rules and the way we should live it, um, like a lot of other people do. I'm not sure if that's tied to being an introvert or not, but the older I get, um, I found out it to be more evident um, as kind of the years go on for me. I also don't need to be the center of attention and dominate a room. Um, 
And I think that comes naturally to me, even though um, I can do it. And most of my life, you know, it revolves around Jeremy Scott and Jeremy Scott Fitness and everything we do, um, oddly enough. But I actually have zero desire to be the center of attention and be the guy. I always joke around with people, um, with some clients of ours who are actually uber successful, uh, both personally and financially, that uh, they don't exist on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and the internet, but yet they're multimillionaires. And they always are like, oh, you know, our, you know, Jeremy, our, you know, quote, unquote, you're the biggest celebrity or famous person we know. And I laugh about it. I'm like, it's super cool. You have all this kind of fake Internet fame uh, without the money. I just did it completely backwards. And so I kind of joke with those guys because they have it, you know, the way that I would naturally kind of desire it. Just odds are that I am uh, the face of something and uh, it's not my natural, uh, I guess, way I would want to do it. So. Most of the time, you guys, when I'm in social events and doing certain things um, outside of, you know, fitness stuff where I'm, you know, paid to do it and I have to be the voice and the brand and uh, the man, I guess, if you will, um, I'm just happy, you know, being a wallflower and kind of soaking everything in because 99% of my life, I am the show and it all revolves around me and social events and the stuff I'm doing. Um, So it's nice to be quiet and almost invisible uh, when I go places. And again, that's not, you know, that I'm you know, not having fun or I'm not interested. I'm just not an overly emotional person and I don't need to, you know, crush the room and take it over. Um, Just because of my physical size and stature and what I look like and who I am, if I start talking running my mouth, it's like all of a sudden I'm dominating everything and I, I literally have no desire to do that. And that comes just naturally being an introverted person. So I learned a long time ago, you know, people are going to judge you guys um, on first impressions for sure. Uh, and they're wrong, and that's but that's life, and it's going to happen no matter what. And other people are going to judge you forever. And over time, uh, it's a fight you can't win, and you can't control it. So faking who you are, if you're naturally introverted or extroverted, won't do you guys any good. So my advice is you might as well just be who you are uh, and be judged and, and be accepted uh, for the real you. Because when you're busy always trying to be somebody else, you're robbing the world of the gift that is you and the gift that you can give them. So... My two cents to all my introverts out there is just to stop. Um, Stop trying to be something or somebody you're not uh, because doing that is like a poison to you and everything that you do. You'll find the greatest freedom in your life being yourself. And when you're being yourself, uh, sincere and honest, you're never really wrong. Everything just kind of seems to go right. And again, there's no amount of money or fake love or praise or accolades or shit you can win or likes or comments on Instagram and Facebook or YouTube views that can make you happy um, and fulfilled if you're living a lie and pretending to be something you're not. Um, it just won't make you happy and ultimately it's not going to make anybody else happy either. So to all my introverted people out there, just stop You know, trying to be a, a square peg in a round hole. And for the parents out there, of you know introverted or maybe more quiet withdrawn kids i'm not going to tell you how to parent but what i'll say is this um you have to just let people be who they are you know you are who you are in this world it's just the truth um now if you need to improve on certain social skills uh to be competent or proficient in society or in school or in the system i'm all for that and that's fine but if you're a kid you're a brother a wife a sister a husband a co-worker is a little bit on the quiet side it's okay um there's nothing wrong with them they're just fine. In fact, they're probably one of the most, you know, thoughtful, creative, kind, nice, intelligent listeners 
you could ever have in your entire life. And you need them in your life. You need people like that. Um, if we're all the same rah-rah cheerleader bullshit, the world would be a pretty, you know, annoying kind of drowned out place. We all have our role and it's how we naturally fill it is where the magic happens. You don't need to try to help, you know, people who are introverts or fuck them up by forcing them to be somebody or something they're not. Uh, not trying to make them more outgoing or more emotional um, or a hundred other things that they aren't naturally. They're a badass, amazing person just as they are. So anybody out there with a husband or wife or friend or family or something, uh, take it from a super introverted, you know, quiet human like myself. Um, I've somehow able to, to navigate and take, you know, what people would, you know, call and perceive a weakness early on in my life and turn into, you know, my greatest strength, you know, and I end up being, you know, an author, a coach, a national speaker, and, and I have more meaningful, deep relationships, uh, than most people can probably ever dream of. And I've created not only a f- successful career, but more importantly, a truly successful life. And all of that really took off for me and went to the next level when I embraced who I truly was and stopped trying to play to society's bullshit to be something I fucking wasn't. So again, to all my introverts out there, um, I hope this helps you guys, you know, start bullying in your own lane, playing to your strengths and living, you know, your best life possible. Because the reality is we all have a natural skill set. And when you can find it and when you can kind of double down on your strengths and kind of punt all the stuff that you're not good at, You'll be successful in everything you do in your life. And for me, it was finding out that, you know, maybe I wasn't the most naturally outgoing person, even though certain, you know, the way I look or certain things I do for a living would, you know, make you kind of think otherwise. But understanding what I lacked in certain skill sets, I had in a greater skill set of actually listening Um, communicating on a deeper level, having real conversations with people, thinking about the world differently, and just processing information in a way that maybe other people don't. So uh, that's just me, you know, taking something for all my people out there who are introverted, who think, you know, hey, well, I'm naturally quiet, or I'm naturally this, I could never speak or be on camera or command, you know, large groups or talk to groups of 1000s of people or, or run a company, or do different things and be the face of something. And I can promise you guys, you would be hard pressed to find somebody somebody more naturally introverted and quiet and reserved and drawn back than myself but yet you guys see me on camera every single day whether it be fitness or talking or podcasts or speaking or writing books and doing all these things and if I can do it with no amazing kind of natural talent but just uh, willing to play to the things I'm good at and being consistent with it I promise you guys you can too so all my introverted people out there You're a badass just the way you are, and you can do amazing, cool, dope shit on camera, in front of people, anywhere you want. Just design it in a way that works for you, and you'll be successful over time. If you have questions specifically on that stuff for me, you guys hit me up. Let me know. I know this podcast does not apply to everybody, but it ultimately does because you have a husband or wife or friend or family or or brother or sister or somebody who is more naturally inclined to like me. So hopefully I helped you at least bridge a gap or communicate with them a little bit differently to give you an insight on how they look and and feel and think about the world and how they interact in different settings, maybe apart from you. So if you guys want to hear anything else on the podcast, hit me up, let me know. I have a bunch of stuff in the queue, a lot of requests from you guys we have coming. I just need to get to them a little bit later on. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.